everybody. Welcome back to Ubaldi Reports. Now, last week was the political bombshell of the presidential election cycle. Is that Hillary Clinton, as stated by James Cuomo, the FBI director, will not be indicted for having a private email in a private server and her handling of classified material. Now, Cuomo, and we'll get into this a little bit later, he testified shortly thereafter to explain why he decided not to test, I mean, not to indict Hillary Clinton. Now, before we get into this, I'll give you a little background how we got to this point. Now, there was a select committee on Benghazi to look into what happened at that event where four individuals, including the U.S. ambassador to Libya, were killed on September 11, 2012. Now, this is the time when Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State. Now, there had been previous investigations into that um, situation, and all of it revolved around whether there was um, a video that spurred that uh, protest that led to the killings of Americans, or was it um, a terrorist activity. The administration was pushing the narrative that it was the video that led up to this. Now, in the previous investigations, they didn't find anything, nor did we know that Hillary Clinton had a private email and a private server where she conducted all government business. Now, when Ben Rhodes had sent an email, and I believe it was to the White House or the Secretary of State, I can't remember which one at this time, that's when, uh, and it was dictated that we're going to go with the narrative that it was a video, that's when then Speaker of the House uh, John Boehner said, we got to look into this. He set up a select committee on Benghazi. When they found an email trail by Sidney Blumenthal, now, Sidney Blumenthal is a close confidant of the Clintons, but when Clinton became Secretary of State, Barack Obama said Sidney Blumenthal will be nowhere near the State Department. Well, she allowed him access to the State Department, and he had sent her an email to her private email account. That's when they found out that something was amiss, so they asked the State Department for her emails, and they didn't have it. That's when the snowball effect happened, and when she finally admitted last uh, March of 2015, that she had a private server and a private email to conduct all government business. Now, the entire investigation by the FBI centered on whether she violated Section 793F of the Federal Penal Code, Title 18, in the handling of classified material. Now, Director uh, James Cuomo stated that Hillary Clinton did not intentionally violate the law but then followed up his remarks with something very different. Now, his whole premise of not indicting her was she never had the intent to mishandle or to, to do anything with classified materials. Now, many of the legal scholars have refuted what James Cuomo said. In this particular section, you don't need to show intent. You just need to show that you mishandled classified materials. Now, an email had gone out by the Secretary Clinton in 2011 stating that all State Department personnel will not use personal email to conduct class of, I mean, to, to conduct government business. Now the ambassador, U.S. ambassador to Kenya was fired for using a personal email to, to, to conduct government, uh, some government business. So this flies in the face that it was one thing for others not to do it, but then she herself got caught. Now July 5th, is this is when James Cuomo stated that he's not going to indict her. Um, this is where we said something different. Although we did not find clear evidence that Secretary Clinton 
or her colleagues intended to violate laws governing the handling of classified information, there is evidence that they were extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified information. Now, he further went into, he further elaborated on this. For example, even, excuse me, he further elaborates this. For example, seven email chains concerned matters that were classified at the top secret special access program level. This is the most sensitive of U.S. secrets. Now, you may have, just for my listeners to understand this, you may have top secret access, but to get special access program, that's another investigation beyond the top secret level for you to gain access to that program. So again, she goes, or he goes, for example, seven email chains concern matters that were classified at the top secret special access program level when they were sent and received. These chains involved Secretary Clinton both sending emails about those matters and receiving emails from others about the same matters. Now, the question is, Secretary Clinton kept saying since the scandal broke that she never sent or received classified materials. Then she changed it. She never sent or received classified materials that were deemed classified at the time. Well, for somebody who I've had a classified email account and I've talked to numerous people, it doesn't matter if they were classified at the time. You you signed an um a non-disclosure form stating that you got to know what is classified or not. And for my listeners, this is what, and I'll mention this again, this is what wasn't stated by Secretary, um, excuse me, by Director Cuomo or during the testimony for the five hours he was up in front of Congress. There are three servers. There's the unclassed server, which everybody has at home. Anybody can access this. Then there's the secret and top secret. Between the all three, the unclassified, the secret side, and the top secret side all have, are on place on a different server and all have their own separate email account. So the question which was never answered, how did classified material that can only be found on one, one server or another server end up on a classified system, I mean, unclassified system? Now, when I was in the Marines, we, you, you get punished for that stuff. And I've talked to people from the intelligence community and from uh, the military, and they all said the same thing. There's, they were stunned that she was not held accountable for these things. Now, Secretary, I mean, excuse me, again, Secretary, again, Director Cuomo stated this, there is evidence to support a conclusion that any reasonable person in Secretary Clinton's position or in the position of those government employees with whom she was corresponding about these matters should have known that that an unclassified system was no place for that conversation. In addition to this highly sensitive information, we also found information that was properly classified as secret by the U.S. intelligence community at that time. It was discussed on an email that is excluding the latter of up-classified emails. So information that should have been on the classified networks was found on an unclassified um, network. Now, 
when he said she should have known. Now, people have to remember, she was senator from New York from 2001 till 2008 when she was running for um, for president. Now, she was also at that time as a senator from New York. She was a member of the Senate Armed Services Committee. When you send, serve on the Senate Armed Services Committee, you're dealing with classified materials. So we need to find out if she, she should have known because she, for eight years she was receiving and viewing classified materials. So she would have gone through the, all the training that everybody else goes through. And so it's, it's, it's like uh, um, Director Cuomo had stated, it's inconceivable how she wouldn't have known. Someone who's a trained lawyer, been around government, been around the systems, been around classified materials, how this could be set up. Now, Director Cuomo then goes, although we did not find clear evidence that Secretary Clinton or her colleagues intended to violate laws governing the handling of classified information, there is evidence that we're extremely careless in the handling of very sensitive, highly classified information. Now, if you go to the statute that I read earlier um, regarding this, gross negligence is what the charge under that statute, but under gross negligence, extremely careless, I mean, careless is one of the elements of gross negligence. So that's the, the dispute many, many people had with um, Secretary um, I mean, James Cuomo. Now, today, uh, Loretta Lynch, the attorney general, is going to be on uh, Capitol Hill, so they're going to be probably asking her the same question. They're more trying to figure out if she perjured herself when she was before Congress, which is a crime. So we'll have to see how that one goes. Now, again, Clinton said, stated she never sent or received classified material. Secretary, um, Secretary, Director Cuomo stated in his, in his, um, Press comp. There were seven email chains concerning matters that were classified at the top secret special access program level when they were sent and received. These chains involved Secretary Clinton both sending emails about those matters and receiving emails from others about those same matters. There is evidence to support a conclusion that any reasonable person in Secretary Clinton's position or in the position of those government employees with whom she was corresponding about these matters, should have known that an unclassified system was no place for that conversation. In addition to this highly sensitive information, we also found information that was properly classified a secret by the U.S. intelligence community at the time it was discussed on email. That is excluding the latter up classified emails. Again, he continues, separately, it's important to say something about the marking of classified information. Only a very small number of the emails containing classified information bore markings indicating the presence of classified information. But even if the information is not marked classified in an email, participants who know or should know that the subject matter is classified are still obligated to protect it. Now, the one question, and I stated this again, and I'll repeat it again. How did classified, even the most sensitive of U.S. secrets, end up on an unclassified system? 
Now, because Secretary Clinton had access to special access program, her aides did not. Did her aides view this information? Because if you share this information, even though you may have top secret clearance, you do not have clearance to review that type of information. That wasn't addressed by Secretary, I mean, James Cuomo or by Hillary Clinton. And again, how did that get information get there? Because you cannot download it. If you download it and, and copy without the, um, making it classified, that's a crime. If you download it to a CD and transfer it into the unclassified, that's a crime. So I'm just curious why this was never mentioned. Now, Trey Gowdy, who was helped running that committee, asked, you know, kind of pointing to questions, but it was more or less yes or no. Now, he, he's, he asked James Cuomo, did Clinton use one device? Um, James Cuomo said no. Were all work-related emails returned to the State Department? No. Now, he said, were, did anybody delete, did they delete work-related emails? Now, Cuomo said, that's a little, I'll repeat exactly what he said. That's a harder one to answer. We found traces of work-related emails on devices or in space, whether they were deleted or when a server was charged, um, changed out or something happened to them. There's no doubt that the work-related emails that were removed electronically from the email system. So work-related emails were removed from the system. Now, the question is, her lawyers did not have access to review any classified materials. So they were the ones deciding what was going to be turned over and what wasn't. Now, still, again, like I said, Clinton lawyers read all emails, and they did not have access to read those emails. Now, Clinton still states that she did nothing wrong, even just over the weekend. She stated, I did nothing wrong. This is why people think there's, um, they're dismayed by the decision. This is why it looks like there's two separate standards. Now, the interpretation that Cuomo used confused national security legal experts, such as Andrew, excuse me, Andrew McCarthy, a former assistant U.S. attorney, for the Southern District of New York, and he prosecuted many terror-related um, cases. Now, McCarthy penned an article in National Review on uh, Cuomo's interpretation of the statute. In this article, McCarthy says, there is no way of getting around this. According to Director Cuomo, the disclosure of former colleague, a long time, which was a longtime friend of his, Hillary Clinton checked every box required for a felony, felony violation of Section 793F of the Federal Penal Code, Title 18, with lawful access to highly classified information. She acted with gross negligence in removing and causing it to be removed from its proper place of custody. She transmitted it and caused it to be transmitted to others not authorized to have it. In a patent violation of her trust, Director Cuomo even conceded that former Secretary Clinton was extremely careless and strongly suggested that her recklessness very likely led to communications, her own and those she corresponded with, with being intercepted by foreign intelligence services. Now, it seems like there's a double standard here. Even Kirsten Powers, who's a, a progressive liberal columnist, said the same thing. 
is because it looks like there's a double standard that Clinton gets off while others were convicted. There was a Navy reservist who did similar what Hillary Clinton did. He lost his clearance, can never, ever get a clearance for the rest of his life, received a fine and probation. So it's just kind of interesting how Clinton can get off and all her aides not even charged. Well, those in the military and the intelligence community are charged with crimes and convicted. Now, a lot of this sends the message that there's two standards. Now, the reason for this, on top of she getting off, is the week before James Cuomo said he wasn't going to die there, it was interesting that Loretta Lynch in Phoenix met with Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton is either a defendant or potentially could be a defendant in the FBI probe into corruption scandals between her, his wife when she was Secretary of State at the State Department, State Department personnel, and the Clinton Foundation. Now, the way it sounded when they mentioned this, well, it was just a happenstance meeting at the tarmac. Well, a former secretary, excuse me, a former president and an attorney general don't just happen to meet at a Starbucks at a, the concourse that most Americans go through. They were at the other end of the airport. The FBI blocked off the reporters from taking pictures, videotaping, or any such, such thing. So they met for 30 minutes. It's highly unusual for a sitting attorney general or any judge to be judging a case to be meeting with the defendant's spouse in this case. Then on Thursday, uh, Barack Obama asked the federal courts to delay the the release of emails from State Department personnel and the Clinton Foundation. Yeah, State Department personnel and her aides and all that stuff relating to the Clinton Foundation until October 2018. Then Friday, Loretta Lynch said this was a mistake. I'm going to let career prosecutors and the FBI make the final judgment on that, which left a little wiggle room in there from there. Saturday, Clinton meets with the FBI over 4th of July weekend. Then at 11 in the morning, right after a major holiday, James Cuomo says he's not going to indict. And within it's within hours of that, within, you know, basically even at the same time, Clinton is now flying on a plane with Barack Obama to campaign in um, North Carolina. And then a day later or so, Loretta Lynch said this proceeding is now closed. So it just seems too too circumspent that all this transpired within a week. And then you understand why people have um, a problem with this. Now, for those in the military, and again, I had classified um, email. I served in the military for 30 years. It reminds the military personnel of the double standard going back to the 1990s when there were sexual assault scandals rocking the military. Many military personnel lost their careers and jobs and were court-martialed over it. Officers had to sign agreements before they got promoted that they did not take part in any sexual harassment of any military personnel. There was a General Ralston who had committed, who was one of the shortlifts to be chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff in 1997. His name was pulled when it found out that he had an affair when he was a colonel while he was separated from his wife. He pulled his name and then he 
wasn't um, on the short list to be chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Within a year later, Bill Clinton got caught up in the Monica Lewinsky scandal, and he's looked at as a political icon throughout the United States. So he got off, and he's looked as a hero. Well, that military personnel were convicted and lost their careers over. Fast forward to today, Hillary Clinton did what she did with the classified emails and the server and how she handled classified material. She's given off, uh, given a pass, not going to be indicted, and there's a potential chance she could be the next president of the United States. So she's given the biggest promotion of her career or anybody to be the president of the United States. So then you can see why there's a double standard. One standard for the power elites and one standard for everybody else. And in this case, the Clintons seem to be above the law. Whether you, my listeners agree with that or not, but that seems to be the case. And this fuels the anger because even the latest poll by ABC had stated that 57% of people believe Hillary Clinton should have been charged with a crime. Now, doesn't look like it's going to happen. They could see what's going to happen with the perjury, which I doubt. Not because I don't think she did perjure herself. I just don't see this Justice Department or the FBI wanting to indict the presumed nominee of the Democratic Party for um, to hold accountable. Now, Charles Krauthammer, a syndicated columnist, had stated the reason he could speculate that James Cuomo, even though he believed something was wrong, didn't indict, he felt that just like John Roberts didn't want to overturn a landmark a legislative uh, achievement to change history. That's the thing he believes that James Cuomo didn't want to change history because if he would have indicted Hillary Clinton, she would have been out of the presidential race and that would have fundamentally altered the course of history. So he didn't want to do that. He wanted to let the voters decide. But everybody's either, if you like Hillary Clinton, this is like whatever, let's just get move on. If you despise her, this is just further evidence of the duplicity of the Clintons. So we'll just have to see what the voters decide come December. But again, it just shows for somebody who's had a clearance, someone who served in the military, it just seems there's two standards, one for the power elites and one for everybody else. This isn't a partisan thing. We all sign these agreements when you get a clearance. This is what my listeners understand. We all sign this agreement. And it says you have to be know what is being sent or received. You have to watch how you handle classified materials. And it's amazing. Nobody is, is being charged or being indicted over this. And even Brian Pagliano, who pled the Fifth Amendment 125 times, what did he say? What was there? What was going on? If nothing's there, why did he plead the Fifth? Even though that's his constitutional right. But... It just shows justice is blind. One standard for one group, another standard for something else. This is why I want my listeners to stand up and and get Washington to listen. It doesn't matter if you're Democratic or Republican, but get Washington to listen because it seems like both parties are corrupt. There's one standard for them and one standard for everybody else. So I urge you to let me know what you think of this podcast. Let me know what you think of what's going on um, across the country, what you want me to t- discuss or talk about. You can go to Ubaldi Reports, my website. You can go to my Facebook page, my Twitter. Let me know what you think. I will do the research and we'll do a podcast off of this. If you get a chance, 
Go to Barnes & Noble or Amazon. I have a book out called The New Business Brigade, The Veteran D a Dynamic Impact on U.S. Business, which the premise is why businesses should hire veterans in the untapped resources that veterans represent. Again, keep listening to Ubaldi Reports. It's, and the only way we're going to fix Washington is by us. So let's go out and let's, let's change Washington. Again, thanks for listening to Ubaldi Report. Keep listening and listen next time.